Brothers and sisters, um, inshallah ta'ala, today we're going to start uh, an explanation on the book Tathheer Al-I'tiqad Tathheer Al-I'tiqad An Adran Al-Ilhad The book, uh, explanation of the book Tathheer Al-I'tiqad An Adran Al-Ilhad Written by Al-Imam Al-Allama Muhammad ibn Ismail al-Amir al-San'ani rahimahullah. So inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to explain a bit about the book and then the author and then inshallah we should start the book bi-idhnillahi al-kareem. First of all, this book inshallah ta'ala, saghirun fi hajmi. It is very small in its size. It's a book which its size is small but azimun fi naf'i. But it's extremely beneficial. It's a book full of benefits. Uh, so don't think, because it's small in size, that um, the benefits are little. Naam. The author, he wrote it in a way, uh, very summarized, abridged. But Haqiqat Al-Amr, he has really brought a lot of benefits to the attention of the reader. The author, Rahimahullah, he explains to us um, in the introduction, which we're going to touch on later, why he authored the book and what caused him to author, author the book. Uh, and what was the reason that made him write it? And scholars, they, were, they had reasons and purposes why they authored books or why they published them. And the author, rahimahullah, here, Al-Imam Muhammad Amir al-San'ani, rahimahullah, he mentions it in, uh, uh, in the beginning. And he says, هذا تطهير الاعتقاد عن أدران الإلحاد وجب علي تأليفه وتعين علي ترصيفه لما رأيته وعلمته يقينا من اتخاذ العباد الأنداد في الأمصار والقرى وجميع, البل وجميع البلاد من اليمن والشام والمصر ونجد وتهامة وجميع ديار الإسلام وهو الاعتقاد في القبور وفي الأحياء ممن يدعي العلم المغيبات والمكاشفات وهو من أهل الفجور لا يحضر للمسلمين مسجدا وَلَا يُرَى لِلَّهِ رَاكِعًا وَلَا سَاجِدًا وَلَا يَعْرِفُ السُنَّةَ وَلَا الْكِتَابَ وَلَا يَهَابُ الْبَعْثَ وَالْحِسَابَ فَوَجَبَ عَلَيَّ أَنْ أُنْكِرَ مَا أَوْجَبَ اللَّهُ إِنْكَارَهُ وَلَا أَكُونُ مِنَ الَّذِينَ يَكْتُمُونَ مَا أَوْجَبَ اللَّهُ إِظْهَارَهُ The author says uh, in those lines which I have read 
The author, rahimahullah, he explains the reasoning in why he, he authored this book. And he mentions the reason is because uh, that which has spread in terms of shirk in the Muslim land and in the world, uh, which from them being how the people honor the graves, uh, how the people went and they start to go to the graveyard and they exalt the graveyards and those who are in it. Naam. Uh, a way which is And they do it in a way that is not befitting for anybody. And it should only be done for Allah subhanahu uh, wa ta'ala. And he also mentions the reason why he authored it is because the belief of some people who claim knowledge, who say that we are from the people of knowledge, who claim that they know the unseen. They know the unseen. And that Allah wa ta'ala unveils for them matters that which they claim. Um, so the author, rahimahullah, he elaborates on those points, inshallah ta'ala, in his book. And he also mentions that these people who claim that they know the unseen, and that Allah unveils for them matters of the, uh, the future and, and the uh, unseen, he said that they are from Min Ahlil Fujur. They are Fujjar, Fusaq, Dhalama, Fajirin, and they are not people of knowledge. They are transgressors, they are criminals, let alone allies of Allah and people of knowledge. He said, You never find those people in the masjid. And you don't even see them ever do ruku' or sujood. They don't pray. Oh, they don't even pray. They don't know the sunnah and they don't know the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they are not a people who respect the day of judgment and the day of resurrection. And so the author then said, and he said it, be, it became obligatory on me to reject and to refute that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rejected and that which Allah refuted in his book. And I'm not going to be from. And I will not conceal that which Allah made obligatory on a person who has knowledge to, to make it apparent to the people. So this is the matter. That when a person knows a matter that spreads in the Muslim society and the community, it is obligatory on him to clarify it and to bring it to the people's attention. Uh, matters that are uh, pertaining to Tawheed and Shirk are one of the most important things that a person starts his da'wah with. And he conveys it to the people. Whether the one who likes him likes him and the one that hates him hates him. Why would he do that? Because the one who Allah wants destruction for him, Allah destroys him clearly. And the one who Allah wants for him what? Allah wants to bestow upon him his mercy. And that Allah wants to favor him, Allah will favor him. The haq will become clear. The battle of Badr took place. Why? The battle of Badr took place. So the righteous one and the criminal and the wrongdoer and the transgressor are both distinguished between the two. So we know who is on the haq and who are the ones who fight for Allah's sake. And who are Ahlul Dulal, misguided individuals who have turned away from the religion of Allah. They become clear to the people. So the author said, I took that responsibility unto myself um, in that which I saw uh, amongst the Muslims. The author, rahimahullah, the way he wrote his book, inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to explain uh, the methodology or the way he went to author this book. The author, rahimahullah ta'ala, he authored his book by mentioning He mentioned principles, fundamental principles that the religion stands on that the religion stand on. 
And the author, rahimahullah ta'ala, he made those usul five. He started it with a book. Five usul, five uh, qawaid, five fundamental principles that the religion stands on. The first asal uh, in which he started uh, his book uh, with is the issue of that he mentioned that Islam will not be complete or will not be established for a person and that a person does not have iman or affirmation uh, until he believes what? Until he believes that everything that is in the Quran is haqq and everything that the Quran rejects and refutes is batil and that the, the Quran is truth and that the Quran is guidance and that the Quran is knowledge and that the Quran is certainty. The author, rahimahullah, the first qa'idah, the first principle he elaborates that it is from the fundamental things that every single person who is a muwahid, who worships Allah alone and does not associate partners with Allah has to know. Which is what? This asal, um, everyone has to have this asal with them. No one is Islam will be established uh, whatsoever unless he affirms this. Which is what? And it's a principle which is mujma'un alayhi, it's unanimously agreed upon. Which is, and there's no khilaf in it, la khilaf fi. Which is um, that the Quran in which we have is haqqun la batilun. It's haqq and it's not batil. Wa sidqun la kadibun. And it's truth, no lies are in it. Wa hudan la dalala. It's guidance and there's no misguidance in it. Wa ilmun and it's knowledge. La jahalatun. There is no ignorance in it. Knowledge. And it's certainty, there's no doubt in it. And then he also mentions what? That the sunnah is also the same. It's a revelation from Allah Taala onto his Prophet. The sunnah of the Messenger is the Sunnah is what? The Sunnah is the second source of revelation. It's a, the Sunnah that we have is a wahi min Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is obligatory on everybody to believe in it. And it's obligatory on everybody to implement that which is affirmed from it. The author is elaborate on that at the first point. And he brings the ayat, وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ and the speech of Allah, وَمَا كَانَ لِمُؤْمِنٍ وَلَا مُؤْمِنَةٍ إِذَا قَضَى اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمْرًا أَن يَكُونَ لَهُمْ الْخِيرَةُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِمْ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَىٰ He's taking it from those verses. He's taking those points, the first qa'idah from those verses. The second qa'idah, or the second asal, the second asal, in which the author mentions is, uh, that all the prophets, جَمِيعُ الرُّسُلُ All the messengers, and all the prophets, بُعِثُوا They were all sent to what? لِدَعْوَةِ الْعِبَادِ إِلَىٰ تَوْحِيدِ اللَّهِ إِلَىٰ تَوْحِيدِ اللَّهِ بِتَوْحِيدِ الْعِبَادَةِ That Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, He sent all messengers. And Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, He sent all prophets. To call to what? To call the creation to single Allah in worship. This is what all prophets call to. Every prophet called his ummah to what? La ilaha illallah. فَدَعَةِ الرُّسُلُ أُمَمَهَا إِلَىٰ قَوْلِ لَا إِلَىٰهِ إِلَىٰ اللَّهِ All messengers and all prophets, they call the ummah to what? لَا إِلَىٰهِ إِلَىٰ اللَّهِ Which is, what does it mean? It means, إِفْرَادُ اللَّهِ بِالْأُلُوهِيَةِ وَالْعِبَادَةِ To single Allah in worship. وَالنَّفِي And to negate 
and to negate everything that is worshipped other than Allah. minhu and to free yourself from it. Uh, to free yourself from it. This asl which he mentions, uh, there is no doubt in what is in it. That is and the evidence, inshallah ta'ala, when we come to the asal, which we were, we're going to mention. Everyone should know this. No one is iman is complete and it's established fully unless he believes, it, believes that. Which is what? That Allah ta'ala, he sent all prophets with what? That Allah sent all prophets and all messengers to call their nation to what? La ilaha illallah. And its meaning is what? Ifradullahi bil uluhiyyatu wal ibadah. The third asal that the author mentioned, rahimahullah, is ma dalla alayhi After following the kitab and the sunnah, the third, third uh, principle he mentions what? After following the nusus al kitabi wa sunnah, the text, the kitab and the sunnah, uh, after following it up, tatabbu. And this tatabbu, that means to follow up, to see all the ayat and the hadith. He said, after following up, they have taken from it that the Tawheed is divided into three. Tawheed al-Rububiyya, wa Tawheed al-Uluhiyya, wa Tawheed al-Asma'i wa Sifat. That the Tawheed is categorized into three. Tawheed al-Rububiyya, Tawheed al-Uluhiyya, and Tawheed al-Asma'i wa Sifat, which we're going to elaborate on that when we come to it, inshallah ta'ala. And the reason that a person has to distinguish between these is because he knows which one that the messengers were calling to. The ones that the messengers were and prophets were calling their nation to. There is one that the disbelievers of every nation were believing in already. They already believed in it. Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, the disbelievers already have that in them. Ah. They already have that in them. The, the, the argument and the battles and the conflicts that occurred between prophets and their nation is Tawheed al-Tawheed uh, al-Ibadah and al-Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah. That it was the dispute. It wasn't that Allah is the creator. It wasn't that Allah is the sustainer. It wasn't that Allah is the provider. They agreed on that, which is Tawheed al-Rububiyyah. They didn't agree to Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah. They didn't agree to that. They refused that. And that was what the prophets were sent with. And when you don't understand that, you start to get it wrong by thinking if you hold on to Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah, you're a believer. You're a believer if you hold on to Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah. No. Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah, anyone who holds on to it is still a kafir. Laysa bi Muslim. Tawheed, sorry, al-Rububiyyah, sorry. Anyone who holds on to Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, sorry. is still a kafir. He's not a Muslim. He's a kafir. The disbelievers believed in that. Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah is the one that's needed. Ah, it's Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah. That, that discussion and the debates of the prophets came from. So the author, he elaborates on that in the third qa'id, asal. The fourth asal. The fourth asal. The author, rahimahullah, he mentions the prophets that the messengers were sent with, they all believed that Allah is the creator. Allah is the provider. Allah is the one who brings the dead out of the graves. Allah ta'ala is what? Allah ta'ala is the one who controls the earth and the sky. Allah ta'ala, he is the one who controls the hearing and the sight and the seeing of the creation. The author, he elaborates on that on the fourth one. He mentions that, that they believed in that. Naam. The fifth one that Rashaykh Rahimahullah he mentions that 
that the Tawheed is the head of Ibadah. That the Tawheed is the head of the Ibadah and its, its foundation. You see? And he talks about that which the Kalimatu Tawheed benefits and that which its meanings is and that which it's talking about. He elaborates on the reality of what La ilaha illallah means. That it means ifradullah bil ibadah wal ilahiyyati wa nafyul wa nafyu wal bara'atu min kulli ma'budin dunahu. To single Allah in ibadah. To negate from Allah ta'ala everything that is worshipped beside him. And he mentions that the disbelievers who the Prophet was, uh, the, the disbelievers uh, in which our Prophet Muhammad wasallam was sent to, they affirmed, they affirmed and they agreed, huh? they affirmed and they agreed that what La ilaha illallah means, they affirmed it. And they agreed to its meaning, but they didn't want to testify by saying it. They affirmed it by knowing what the Prophet wanted from them. They understood the, the concept that the Prophet wanted from them. As for them to say it and to believe in it, they refused it. The author mentions that. That they understood what La ilaha illallah meant. They knew what the meaning and the reality of it. But they didn't want to testify to it and they didn't want to utter it. And that's why they said to the Prophet, Surah Al-Sad, Ayah 5. Muhammad, have you claimed that all the ilah are one? Wallahi, that's a fascinating matter. So he mentions that the people of the language, they understood it. Whereas you find Muslims today who don't understand the reality of La ilaha illallah. After the author has mentioned all of those five usul, and he mentions them, and he gives us, and inshallah we will speak about it in more details, the author then goes into other units. He goes into other fusul, other units, which all of them are from, from those five usul he mentioned already. He takes points out of it. He elaborates on those things. He also brings the doubt of the people of innovation and the people of shirk, in which they base their shirk on. Uh, and he refutes them. And he mentions how wrong and incorrect it is. Uh, with clear-cut evidences from the kitab and the sunnah. The shaykh rahimahullah. We ask Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Allah. We ask Allah ta'ala. We ask Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. That he showers mercy on Imam Muhammad Amir al-Sal'ani rahimahullah rahmatan wasi'a wa an yajziyahu khayr al-jaza' and that Allah tabarak wa ta'ala he rewards him with immense reward um, this book insha'Allah ta'ala it's, it's an amazing book it's an, a beneficial book insha'Allah ta'ala this book has a bit about its publication that it went through it's important that I mention it this book was published by Ansar al-Sunnah al-Muhammadiyah Ansar al-Sunnah uh, Ansar al-Sunnah al-Muhammadiyah they are the ones who published this book of Al-Imam Al-Sal'ani Rahimahullah Ta'ala. This book, Tathirul Al-I'tiqadi Al-Adrari Al-Ilhad, they, they, they published it. And it was checked and it was worked on by uh, the great noble scholar Muhammad Hamid Al-Fiqhi Rahimahullah, who is well known for his unwavering conviction and his efforts towards the books of Sunnah. Muhammad Hamid Al-Fiqhi, especially the books of Ibn Taymiyyah. He worked very hard on it. Rahimahullah Ta'ala. Rahimahullah. May Allah have mercy upon him. He published this book. Naam. He also placed some benefits on the book. Inshallah Ta'ala, we will uh, uh, point those benefits that he mentions as well. Also, the book was published. 
رئاسة الإفتاء بالسعودية Saudi Arabia they published a book uh, and they used and they was sorry it was checked and it was authenticated and it was worked on by the great noble scholar Ismail Al-Allama Ismail ibn Muhammad Al-Ansari rahimahullah ta'ala Ismail ibn Muhammad Al-Ansari and the publication of Ismail ibn Muhammad Al-Ansari is the publication um, that Al-Allama Abdul Muhsin ibn Muhammad Al-Abbad Al-Badr hafizahullah relied on when he was explaining the book when he explained the book he relied on the what? he relied on the uh, the the ta'liq and the tasheeh and the tahqiq of Al-Allama Ismail ibn Muhammad Al-Ansari rahimahullah ta'ala so what we're going to do is all three of those scholars that I mentioned Muhammad Hamid Al-Fiqhi Al-Allama Ismail Muhammad Al-Ansari and Sheikh Abdul Muhsin Al-Abbad Al-Badr Hafidhahumullah May Allah have mercy upon all each and every one of them We will inshallah ta'ala bring their statements and their quotes uh, and that which they have mentioned and the benefits um, Inshallah ta'ala we're going to go through the biography of the uh, noble scholar uh, Muhammad Al-Amir uh, Al-Sana'ani Rahimahullah ta'ala and the biography was mentioned by um, Abdul Muhsin Al-Abbad Sheikh Abdul Muhsin Al-Abbad he mentions the tarjama of Imam Al-Sana'ani rahimahullah ta'ala in the beginning of his, his publication. Um, <coughs> and he took it from, he, he himself took it from the great noble scholar Abdul Razak Al-Afifi rahimahullah ta'ala who was naib, uh, he was naib of Abdul Aziz ibn Baz. He was the vice of Ibn Baz rahimahullah ta'ala who mentions it in his Jami' Al-Farid. Um, the scholar um, uh, Amir al-Sana'ani's biography we're going to go into, which is the second point, inshallah ta'ala. Tarjamatul alamat al-muhadith al-faqih, Muhammad ibn Ismail al-Amir al-Hasani al-Sana'ani. We're going to mention uh, him, inshallah uh, ta'ala. Huwa al-imam al-mutqin wal-alamatu al-mutafannin al-bari'u fi ghalib al-ulum al-muhadith al-hafidh al-tabitu abu Ibrahima Muhammad Ibn Ismail, Ibn Salah, Ibn Muhammad, Ibn Ali al-Ma'ruf, Bil-Amiri, Al-Hasaniyu, Al-Yamaniyu, Al-Kahalaniyu, Al-San'aniyu. The author's name uh, is Muhammad Ibn Ismail. His kunya is Abu Ibrahim. Abu Ibrahim. He was born in the city Kahlan. Kahlan he was born in, which is in Yemen. Um, and it's about a three days distance from the city of Sana'a, the capital. Um, he was born on a Friday in the month of Jamad al-Akhirah. The year was in which he was born, Ami Tis'in wa Tis'ina wa Alfin. He was born 1099. He was born the year 1099 of the Hijrah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. وَلَمَّا كَانَتْ سِنُّهُ إِحْدَى عَشَرَ سَنَةً When he reached 11 years of age, انتقل والده, his father took him, وَأَهْلُهُ and his family to Sana'a. They took him to Yemen, Sana'a, the capital. فَنَشَأَ بِهَا He grew up there. وَتَعَهَدَ أَبُوهُ بِتَرْبِيَةِ وَالتَّعْلِيمِ And his father, he cultivated him upon uh, he, he cultivated him and he educated him. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. 
يديكم الله يصلح بالكم واسلمه ان بروفيت سوري ان هيز فاذر ان هيز فاذر باست هيم اوفر تو الى النحاريري من اهل العلم هيز فاذر باست هيم اوفر تو ذا جرامريانز اوف ذوز تايم ذا سكولرز اوف ذا لانجويج حتى تخرج عليهم عالما فاضلا يشار اليه بالبلان هي توك ات ان سكول تو ليرن هاو تو رايت ذا عربي جرامر فيري ويل اند هي كيم اوت از ا سكولر فيرتوس انديفيدجوال ان ويتش ذا فينجر از بوينتد تووردز هي توك فروم هيز فاذر جرامر هي توك فروم هيز فاذر علم البيان ويتش از بلاغه هي توك فروم هيز فاذر اولسو حديث هي توك فروم هيم عقيده اند هي اولسو توك فروم عده علوم اذر ماني فيلدز اوف ذا ريليجن فروم هو He took from Al-Hafidh Zayd ibn Muhammad ibn Al-Hassan ibn Al-Qasim Al-Hassani Al-Sanani also. And from his shiyukh that he took from Salah ibn Al-Hussain Al-Akhfash Al-Kahlani Al-Abdillah ibn Amin Al-Wazir Al-Sanani Wal-Qadi Ali ibn Muhammad Al-Ansi When the oath Muhammad Amir Al-Sanani Walamma istakmal adawat al-tasaddur When he gained The instrumental knowledges, meaning he learned Arabic language, he learned usul al-fiqh, he learned mustalah al-hadith. You know, he learned all the sciences. He went for what? He then went to ala tadris al-ilm to educate the people, wa ifadat al-raghibin, and to benefit those who want to learn. Wa shtahara, and he became very famous for what? Bi nashr al-ilm al-sunnah al-nabawiya. He became very famous for spreading the knowledge of the sunnah. Fakasadhu al-tulab wa antafu bi. Students then started to go towards him to benefit from him. ومن أجل تلاميذه and from one of the greatest students of his is his children عبد الله القاسم which are all his kids and from his students was الحسن بن إسحاق بن الإلم المهدي and also إسماعيل بن محمد بن إسحاق and also from his students is محمد بن علي الشوكاني رحمه الله تعالى الإمام الشوكاني was from his students الإمام الشوكاني was his students رحمه الله because they both from Yemen he has many books in which he authored He has a book called Al-Udda, which is a hashia on the Umdatul Al-Ihkam Al-Ihkam Fi Sharh Umdatul Al-Ihkam by Ibn Daqiq Al-Eid. He has a hashia on it. He also authored the Sharh Al-Bulug Al-Maram, Min Adilat Al-Ihkam, he called it Subul Al-Salam. He also has a book, which is a Sharh of Al-Jami' Al-Saghir, Fi Hadith Al-Bashir Al-Nadir, authored by Suyuti, he has a Sharh on it, he called it Al-Tanweer. He also has a sharah on the book Taysir al-Wusul ila Jami' al-Usul and it's called Al-Tahbir. He also has a sharah on the book Daw al-Nahari bi Sharh al-Azhar which he called it Minhat al-Ghaffar. He also has other beneficial books such as he made poetry of the book Nukhbat al-Fikr. He had a poetry of it. He made a poetry out of it. Qasab al-Sukhar he called it which is a poetry form of the book Nukhbat al-Fikr by Imam Hafiz ibn Hajar, he made it into a poetry. Uh, he said, Hamdan ilayk bi kulli hamdi marfu'an bi ghayri addi mutasilan laysa lahum qita'u ma fi kathabu wa la wata'u. He goes into the book. He has bara'atul istihlal. He also authored a book called Isbal al-Matari bi sharh nazmi nukhbat al-fikr. Which is the sharh of the book. He done a sharh, he explained his own book, Qasab al-Sukar. He explained it. He also has a book, the Sharh of what? Tanqih al-Anzar, Fi Ulum al-Athar. He has a Sharh which he called it Tawdih al-Afkar. He also has Al-Ihraz, Lima Fi Asas al-Balagati Min Kinayati wa Majaz. He has a book called Ijabat al-Sail, which is the Sharh of Bugyat al-Amil. The Bugyat al-Amil, 
he done a sharah on it. The Bughyatul Amir is a nazm which he made from the kafil fi usul al-fiqh originally. He made it to a nazm, then he done a sharah on it. Naam. And he, other, he has other books which he has done, uh, shar- uh, he authored. One of the things that he has also done was, he was, a, he was known for his poetry. Kana sha'iran mujawidan. It was a poetry. He's very good at poetry. Anshada qasidatan ra'i'atan. He made a beautiful poetry. Fil ishadati bi Shaykh al-Islam. For Shaykh al-Islam ibn Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab. Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab, he wrote a poetry for him. And the da'wah of Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab, which he did in Najd, he made a poetry for him. And the poetry starts with something like, Salami ala najdin wa man halla fi najdi wa in kanat taslimi ala al-bu'di la yujadi. Something he said, which is, Qifi was'ali an alimin halla suhuha. Bihi yahtadi man dalla an manhaji al-rushdi. Muhammadin al-hadi li sunnati ahmadi. Faya habbada al-hadi wa ya habbada al-mahdi. Laqad ankarat kullu al-tawaifi qawlahu. Bila sadarin fi al-haqqi minhum wa la wirdi. He praised him. Rahimahullah ta'ala rahmatan wasi'ah. Inshallah ta'ala without any further ado. We shall start the book bi-idhni Allah al-kareem. Naam. الحمد لله الذي لا يقبل توحيد ربوبيته من العباد حتى يفردوه بتوحيد العباد عباده كل كل الإفراد من اتخاذ الأنداد فلا يتخذون له ندا ولا يدعون مع الله أحدا ولا يت ولا يت ولا يت تزيون ولا يدعون مع الله ذو رسائس Mine says, وَلَا يَدْعُونَ مَعَهُ The Dhamir goes back to Allah, but لا بس هيه وَلَا يَتَّكِلُونَ إِلَّا عَلَيْهِ وَلَا يَفْزَعُونَ فِي كُلِّ حَالٍ إِلَّا إِلَيْهِ وَلَا يَدْعُونَهُ بِغَيْرِ أَسْمَائِهِ الْحُسْنَى وَلَا يَتَوَصَّلُونَ إِلَيْهِ بِالشُّفَعَاءِ مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يَشْفَعُ عِنْدَهُ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِهِ وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له. يدرس سيد آي سورة القمان فاروني ماذا خلق الذين من دونه؟ ده؟ هيه؟ وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له رب رب معبودا وأشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله الذي أمره أن أن يقول قل لا أملك لنفسي نفع ولا ضرا إلا ما شاء الله وكفى وكفى بالله شهيدا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله التابعين له والتابعين عجيب هي والتابعين له في السلامة من العيوب وتطهير القلوب عن اعتقاد كل شيء كل كل شيء كل كل شيء كل شيء إذا شيء هاي ما سيس كل كل شيء شيء not شيء 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 is something that's not good كل شيء شيء كل شيء يشوب just write the benefit as a point because the nusakhs are different. Mm-hmm. So whenever just write ben- write those little things. Because <coughs> even me, I'm writing it. وبعد فهذا تطهير الاعتقاد عن أدران الإلحاد 
وجب علي تأليفه وتعين وتعين علي ترصيفه وتعين علي وتعين علي ترصيفه لما رأيته لما رأيته لما رأيته وعلمته يقينا من من عموم اتخاذ العباد الأنداد في الأمصار والقرى وجميع البلاد من اليمن من اليمن والشام والنجد وتحامة وجميع ديار نسي ومصر لا ايه وتحامة وتحامة وجميع ديار الإسلام وهو الاعتقاد في القبور وفي الأحياء ممن يدعي يدعي الإلم بالمغيبات والمكاشفات وهو من أهل الفجور لا يحضر للمسلمين مسجدا ولا يرى ولا يرى الله راكعا ولا ساجدا ولا يعرف في السنة ولا الكتاب ولا يهاب البعث ولا الحساب فوجب علي أن 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 أنكر ما أنكر أن أنكر ما ما أو أوجب الله إنكاره ولا أكون من الذين يكتمون ما أوجب الله إظهاره نعم. So the author رحمه الله تعالى he started his book by saying الحمد لله رب العالمين which is sending salutation sorry praise on Allah تبارك وتعالى uh, he said praises to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. La yaqbalu Allah does not accept. Tawheed da rububiyyatihi min al-ibadi hatta yufriduhu bi tawheed al-ibadati. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala does not accept the tawheed of rububiyya from the creation unless they single him in tawheed al-ibadah. Kull al-ifradi, all forms of singleization. So what does it mean? That tawheed al-rububiyya from the servants is not accepted unless they affirm Tawheed al-Ibadah. So if they affirm, for example, that Allah is the creator, and that Allah is the provider, and that Allah is the one who sustains the affairs of the creation, and then they go off diverting Ibadah for other than Him, and they worship other than Him, then this is not accepted from them. Their Tawheed al-Rubuya won't be accepted from them. It won't be accepted from them.